You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Today we're going to be diving in with Leo Ruaro. He is from Pura Vida Fighting for Kids. This organization is located in Costa Rica and they work with uh, urban children and provide the gaps so they can avoid drug addiction, prostitution, and crime. In addition, they enrich their lives in a way that motivates them to... uh, really become a better human being and contribute to their fine country, to their families, and to their future. Without further ado, let's dive in with Leo. All right, Leo, I want to thank you for being here today. We are super excited to uh, get up to date with Pura Vida Fighting for Kids and all your great work and your vision. I thought we could dive in um, with you today, just if you could share with the listeners a little bit about what you have created. Uh, you were just sharing news. You've been doing this for 10 years, and um, I think that's a good place for a foundation to start on. Yeah, so thank you again, then, for the interview and uh, for wanting to spread the word on what we're doing. Basically, um, it all started like 10 years ago, or I think a little bit more. Um, I'm a, a local guy from, from Playa Hermosa, Jaco, uh, which is in the central Pacific of Costa Rica. Basically, I'm a surfer, of course, and I started doing martial arts when I was a teenager. And um, I, just, I just saw the need in the... In the in town or yeah in my town for the kids or for people to do sports without without having to pay something for example say you want to surf you need to have money to buy a surfboard leash a rash guard wax etc if you want to become a football player or a soccer player uh you need your cleats um i don't know etc etc right so um it all started because um my best friend is a girlfriend she had a, a boy a kid a little kid and i'm his godfather so i always wanted him to to start to train jiu-jitsu of course and um but we needed we needed we needed a little uh buddy so for him because he was a little boy little kid so we brought his cousin and then his cousin brought another cousin and i and that's when i saw the need the in the in in the in the sorry, in the population or the town, right? So all you need for, to, to practice jiu-jitsu is a mat and a gi, that's it. So that's when I was like, all right, let's do it a little bit bigger. And then the cousin brought his friend, a friend, another friend, and then it was like the virus. Yeah, kind of like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny met you. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of what we call your dharma, your life purpose, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so ba- basically, and it, it all start it, it all started like that, and then it was 
at the beginning it was just like Leo's kids in the Leo's gym or whatever. And then a friend of mine who is actually a guy who, who worked for the UN, for the United Nations, and he's a very good friend of mine. And he was like, listen, we need to do something um, like a, a, a legal figure just so you can get better like funds for the for the program etc and he was like you need to do or to create a foundation so that's when mm -hmm. in 2016 we started uh the foundation with the government it took like that's a lot of bureaucracy and of course because it's a non-profit organization it takes a long time to do it in costa rica because all the bureaucracy we have and all that stuff but eventually we made it we had to do a lot of stuff but yeah now uh we're a foundation it, and it become at the beginning it was just like leo's program then bjj hako which is brazilian jiu-jitsu hako the name of the town and then it become Brazilian fighting for kids foundation which is um the name of the foundation itself but then under the Brazilian fighting for kids foundation we have different programs but we'll talk about it uh after okay perfect well, congratulations for um, Thank you. taking all the steps because that was like, you started with a simple seed and it like it was like popcorn going off around you. <laughs> uh, you had a, now you have a full bowl. Um, if you can share a little bit what struck me, uh, you know, when I first learned about your organization, what struck me about your organization was your core principles and just the bright smiles on all the kids and your kind heart. So if you can share with the listeners uh, why you chose those core principles and how they um, impact the children. Well, I'm going to be really, really honest. Uh, I think there's, um, there's what I call it is, is like, there's missions that they need to be done. And yeah. I was never, I never wanted to be a professor or a coach or whatever, whatever. I was just like, it, it just came, came to me because I felt just the need on the kids and no one was going to do anything about it. And I was like, Hey, I, sh I think this is my mission. So I just kept doing it for, <laughs> for over a decade, decade or something like that. And yeah, basically, the thing about um, about the foundation and is I think life prepares you for for these kind of situations most of the time because for example my situation was a little different comparing to my my friends when I was a little kid so growing up in Playa Hermosa was the, the like the best of course but then there's a lot of poverty in the in the just in, in the central pacific of costa rica 54 uh, percent of the population of the central pacific uh, uh, and children under 12 years of, of age um, are under condition of poverty which means mm. a lot of poverty we have a lot of poverty in the central pacific um, region you know what i mean so yeah this is one of the highest level of, of poverty which is 34% uh, and extreme poverty is at an 11%, something like that. And this is an, an evaluation based on, on the National Household Survey. 
which is right. it was it was taken in 2019 imagine mm. so now wow. after covid things went a lot wrong, uh, worse of course so uh, i was i was i was saying i think life prepares you because my friends my, like my best friends they were very very poor and for me like eating just rice and beans it's normal because i knew it was there's their reality you know what i mean my family was right. a little bit better in a better uh, situation they had a business my father's italian my mom's uh spoke english since i was a little kid so we we had a better situation in our family but i was like for me it's kind of normal because i understand like it's different um realities and i wasn't of course i'm shocked and i'm not saying it's good but but i'm i was actually prepared to to see all this poverty and all this need in the kids and it wasn't going to hurt me hurt my feelings of course i'm not saying it doesn't hurt but i mean i'm prepared for it because i know that's the real situation but say whenever uh, a volunteer comes and just they go to their houses like where they live and most of the kids are very very poor and when they see their situation it they're not like they cry and stuff like that and it's just their reality and i understand it's it's like that and so that's why i think life prepares you for for these kind of things and and i was the one who who decided to do it and eventually it all came up to to what we're doing now mm beautiful and so speak a little bit to that as far as um you know that's what you just stated you know it's heartbreaking to me and if you can share like what you found to be some of the solutions one in teaching and motivating in that environment and how uh humanity within all of us kind of perseveres or you know remains strong well i think susan the there's a lot of people that always say um what's the solution to to overcome poverty and and etc uh i think the most important thing that um i saw was a way to educate kids and for them to get good um first of all good um values and second of all get good tools to to become a, a better person because mm-hmm. say for example in we're in a touristic uh, place one of the most visited beaches of if not the most visited beaches of of the country and um there's a lot of tourism a lot of stuff going on but if you don't speak english well you're you're basically going to have a bad like not a not a good job or or a regular job but if you have real tools in your life then you're going to overcome whatever you you want you know and um like our idea in the foundation is to have different programs and one of them is teach them um languages that's my like my main goal we haven't done it pretty well yet but we're on our way and uh, why languages because um i i speak english well yeah I speak english italian and portuguese and of course spanish 
and mm. that have op- opened the, the doors for for me for for the world you know and i think Beautiful. that's a that's a good thing for because in school the, the educational system of costa rica and i think the worldwide it's it's pretty it's it's backwards like they teach you a lot of a lot of stuff that you don't use or you don't you're not going to use ever like i don't know stuff in math that you will never use in your life they should they should teach you real tools and real things like like languages for example so mm. that's when i when i saw the uh, uh, um an opportunity because kids love sports kids um want to become a better person but you need a space you need a place you need a, a professor or some or, or a mentor let's say so that's when i saw like the kids um opportunity for them to become better persons by practicing um sports in this case martial arts which is a lot better than any other sport i'm not saying any other sport is bad like soccer or whatever but a martial art it's a lot of based on on a lot of values you know like respect discipline um etc you know what i mean so um when i saw that i say i i thought all right this is the hook or this is the the yeah the, the way we can keep kids in a safe environment and then we can actually teach them some good stuff for their life and a lot of things happened like when when we started um like we didn't know what what was going to happen of course so everything was on on like happening while we were doing the program say for example then we we understood that a lot of those kids were getting uh were being uh how you say it uh like aggressions in their houses like getting beat up with their drunk parents or parents uh who do like like deal with drugs and stuff like that and so we wanted to create that's when i say we need to create a safe environment for the kids to to have a peaceful and um controlled area or or space where they can be happy and be safe because a lot of those kids they they suffer like hunger or or beatings and like abuse and all that stuff and that's where when i really really saw the need on on this type of project in in our in our town and basically the world i think it's we should have this everywhere yeah absolutely and so at, what's been like the results of this amazing offering to the kids what what have you seen happen well i think uh the best thing that have happened is i've had kids when they started when they're like they were like nine, and every night monday to saturday every night they're there in school in our project in, in our yeah, project in the foundation i mean and which means instead of being a teenager doing i don't know stupid stuff in the in the streets they're just there because discipline is already in the, in their dna so they know they have mm. to come to train they have to 
stay away from drugs, stay away from all this BS that is going on, you know. And of course, it's a touristic place like, like any other place in the world. It's not that it's just here in Hako. Everywhere in the world you have this. If you're in, in, a, in any touristic area, you'll have it in Mexico, you'll have it in, in Los Angeles, you'll have it anywhere. So basically, I think that the best result is that most of the kids that come, they stay and they stay like for many, many years and they become, now most of those kids are uh, teenagers and now they're in college and, and they keep coming and they keep teaching. And now it's just, uh, I'm just passing the, the, the torch to, to the kids mm. to, to, to continue our program and to, as I help them, they now they help the other kids and, and it's a snowball, you know? And um, yeah. I think that's the best thing. And of course, as I always say, uh, motivation is, is important, but motivation fails. But, if, but discipline, if you have discipline, discipline won't fail, you know? So mm. once you have that uh -huh. discipline in your in in your mind and in your in your DNA because you you create a habit, then you know good things and bad things. And if you want to continue mm. doing the good things, you have to have discipline and and that's the I think discipline is the mother of all freedoms. Yeah, absolutely. And speak a little bit more about. Um, just even in relationship for yourself, the word discipline on the mat and off the mat and what that's provided you, like knowing four languages, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> just, you know, and that didn't happen by just putting a book under your pillow. Um, share a little bit about that word discipline. <laughs> well, um, I think it's, it's all, be, like, I think all the education or most of the education comes from your house and uh, from your parents. I had mm. a very close, I have a very close relationship with my parents because they had a restaurant but when I was growing up. So I was with them 24 seven, you know? It wasn't like my dad was out and my working and my mom was out working and I was by myself waiting for them and just seeing them a couple of hours like at night and, and that was it. And that's the normal thing that happens in any family, of course, but I had a great uh, opportunity of having my parents with me all the time and the being my father being uh, foreign, like an Italian, his culture was a little different than, of course, well, a lot different than the culture here. So since I was a little kid, I was always doing extra stuff in the school because my, my father was like, he thought the educational system of Costa Rica was too, it wasn't great, let's say. So mm -hmm. he was always pushing me to become uh, smarter and to learn a lot of stuff. And of course, I was, when I was a little kid, I hated it. But now, now I'm a grown up and I, I thank him because, say, for example, one of the things that used to happen was I was going to school only for like four hours a day, like mm -hmm. elementary school. And because he said it was, it wasn't great. He was like, all right, I'm going to buy whatever books or do whatever I, I think he needs. And you have to do, I had to do like an hour extra of homework, like whatever he, he right. wanted. Say, could be just reading the newspaper, like an Italian newspaper, just in to, to, to learn how to read Italian. 
and um, or I don't know anything that he would he would like me to to learn. I I had to do it. So I think discipline was always in in me since I was a little kid. So then I started martial arts when I was like 15 or something like that. I started training Taekwondo. And I trained for like nine years. And um, I think when I when I found martial arts, then discipline was like already in my head, and mm. I just stuck stuck uh, uh, stick to it. And I think Taekwondo and my my Taekwondo professor changed uh, or or actually showed me the good path of doing things. Uh, him and my fa- and my family, of course. But when I saw that discipline was the way to do things, then it all became easier. Like everything I I do, I just do it with a lot of discipline and effort. And I know there's no there's no um, quick quick ways to do things. You have to work and work and work for whatever you want to do. Say, well, regarding the languages, for example, I studied. Um, the only one that I really studied for was Portuguese because English mm. was there, there. Like we always practice English when you're a little kid in, in a touristic area like this. My mom used to speak English. So I was always good with languages and Italian is my second language because of my father. So we used, I, we speak Italian in our family with my grandparents and stuff like that. But the only way, the only one that I learned was Portuguese and that one I really studied. So I knew I had to, mm. so what, whatever you need to, you, you do, you have to put effort in. Effort is just a lot of discipline. And I think discipline is, have helped me in what, anything that I've done in my life. Mm. And do you feel that with the kids, because you mentioned they naturally just, you know, are there. Uh, and so they innately, um, because martial arts requires discipline. I mean, you have to really, um, you know, focus on practice over and over and over again. Do you think the coupling of the two really reinforced that for them, especially if in their home environment, maybe they don't have a structure like you you had growing up? Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to do because I'm, yeah. Like, I mean, there's something that uh, a very good friend of mine, like, and Andres Valenciano, which is a friend of mine who used to work for the United Nations. He, he used to be involved with a lot of social projects and stuff like that. He, one day I came to my house and I was crying because we had a situation with uh, two of the kids because uh, his stepdad was a hitman. And mm. uh, mom was a prostitute. And I just came to my house with a heartbroken because it, most of these things don't like affect me pretty like bad because I'm used to it. But that one time I was very heartbroken because this, this guy burned his, their uniform and they came with the kids oh. uh, to, to, to class and like their uniforms were, I, I asked them, Hey, why aren't you, aren't you wearing your uniform? And they were like, Oh no, my step. And they were like seven and eight years old. And so they were brothers or, and so, once they told me, yeah, that that uh, the stepdad uh, burnt their geese or the uniform and and all that stuff, I was like bad. Like I was feeling very heartbroken because imagine being 
their professor and I knew I could come and I don't know, beat him up or whatever, but then he's a hitman and I, there's nothing that, that I could have done, you know what I mean? So right. this, this type of situations showed me or, or actually taught me that I'm no Superman. Like I can do so, so little and but whatever I do, I'm going to do it with all my effort. And hmm. these kids, they don't have these guides in their life, but since we're there every day with them, we try at least to teach them the, the good way and the, the good paths. And uh, we have systems uh, to teach them how to and, and, and how to win stuff. Like, for example, uh, we use, um, we use a, a method, method, uh, method, which is mm. you get like uh, pieces of, of, of belt, oh, sorry, of tape on your belt, but there, mm. there are four colors. So it's blue, red, yellow, and green. So each one of those, you earn them if you do some, something in the school. So each one of those colors are represent, for example, blue is respect. Uh, red is attention, like you, you put a lot of, of attention, Ye yellow is discipline, and green is frequency, how much you come or how many times you come to class. And all those values, they become part of their lives because they want to earn them. They want to earn them every Friday, they will, they, they earn them. And if you, don't, if you don't do whatever I tell them to do, like homeworks and stuff like that, they, they won't earn them. So that's the way I'm trying to to teach them how to, how things work. Like, I mean, discipline wise, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. that's one of the things we do and, and it's working. Beautiful. Well, I, could, I think we could all benefit from uh, discipline, frequency at focus, attention, and then frequency, meaning the, that's one thing that I, I think people underrate that, you know, they think they can partially show up and still make it through. So that's, those are beautiful. Um, those are your pillars. Those are your, the, the pillars of your system. I love it. Um, which, so if you go back to that word motivation, how do those two, because as a human, we have motivation, you know, but then we need the discipline to actually follow through. Do you see that with the kids? Like they, they go through layers of motivation to get to the next level, whether it's another belt or um, they want to achieve something outside of the program or within the program. Uh, What's yeah, their flow? I think, I think their, their drive is first, they don't want to be in their houses because a lot of bad things could like happen around their situation but not only not only bad things like kids that have a, a good family they just keep showing and keep coming every night and every day because it's just I think the way we teach or the way the program is built is just once you're you're in you're stuck it's like it's very very hard to see a kid that comes once and then he leaves it's it's not, not not normal. Like whenever a kid comes, he just stays because he loves it. Because we do a lot of games. Of course, we have different um, schedules and for ages. Um, but we do like, for example, little kids. We have two two schedules. 
kids from six years old to 12 years old, they come to one class, which is every night from 6 to 7 p.m. And then kids mm. over uh, uh, after, like when they're, when they're 13 and, and over, they can come to the 7 p.m. class, which is like teenagers and adults. So they just come every night and, and the discipline just gets into them because they keep coming and they keep want, they want to see their, their friends and they want to become better fighters. And, and then if, if they learn a lot more, sorry, if they learn a new skill uh, each day, then they'll become better fighters. And you see them uh, in their, when they're, when they're fighting, for example. And if one of the kids gets beat up, like in a good way, um, in jujitsu, he's just like, yeah. shit, I need, I need to, I need to, to come more, you know? So it's just right. a matter of, of coming and they just come and come and come and they, they don't let go. It's very hard to see like a kid to, to leave. Like they will, they will stay like forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you've created a safe space for them and a, a fun space for them. So yeah, it's, it serves two purposes. And can you share how what they learn in their martial arts training, and because you do jujitsu and judo, correct? Um, and how that yeah, helps well, them? Oh no, I was just going to say how that helps them in their everyday life, because especially if they have home environments that could be, or the street could be dangerous to them at times. Um, how how is that helping them? Have you seen? Well, I think. First of all, um, we do jiu-jitsu, which is the main program, which is which I'm the professor. We have judo, but now we have uh, three other programs, new programs in the foundation. Mm. We have uh, we have chess. Um, we have a chess club in the foundation. We yeah. have uh, yoga yoga teacher now, and we actually have breakdance too. <laughs> oh, <So>. beautiful. <laughs> So, so, so kids come on Mondays at 5 p.m. before the jiu-jitsu class, they come to break. So not all of the kids mm. like it, but a lot of the kids like it, so they come. We have uh, chess, which is very, it was, it was, that's a cool story because one of the kids, one of the teenagers wanted to quit. He wasn't feeling pretty well in jiu-jitsu okay. because he was mm. like, I don't know, he just, he didn't like it in too much. And I, and right. I play chess. I play chess since I'm a little kid. Um, I, I'm very addict to it. <laughs> so since I always played chess, um, I bought a very nice set uh, chess set. Which um, I post a picture of the kids. Uh, actually, my girlfriend did post a picture of the kids playing chess uh, with my new set. And so these mm. these uh, company said, hey, I wanna, we want to sponsor you guys and we want to send you like five uh, set, chess sets. And in the same moment, I, 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 like the kid that wanted to, to quit, I knew he liked chess. And I was like, no, dude, why, why are you? I just made it up in my mind that same moment. And I was like, no, no, you can't leave because you're going to leave the, the chess club. And, it was, and then he was like, what, really? And, and then he, he stayed. And it's something that mm. just happened. and, and I saw the his eyes like fire up when I said you're gonna lead the chess club and and then he stayed you know and so I think uh, all of these 
uh, sports that we're doing, they, they really help them because when you're a teenager or a kid, you have a lot of free time. And if you're not putting effort in, in learning something or doing something, then there's going to be a lot of influence or good and bad influences in, in your town, and especially in a town like this because we're a touristic place. And as I said before, there's a lot of good things and a lot of pretty bad stuff, things that go all around. And I think that the best thing that have happened to them is there's a place where they can eat if they need to, they can sleep if they need to, they can be just be, be safe and have fun and learn stuff. And they just, I don't, I don't really, really know, but they love it and they just keep coming. Mm, beautiful. And so um, how do you, uh, or where do you want to go next with your organization? What are you calling in to support your great work there? Well, uh, since we've been doing it for so many years, we have many uh, stories and, and many, we just, we've been always, the problem was uh, we've been struggling with a place where, where we can stay for forever, say, because we've been all over. We've been like five different places with mm. the foundation because we need to move and they sell the, the place or the rent is too high or whatever. But now we're in a very good place, uh, pretty big. And we, we have a sponsor that actually the owner lets us use the place. We just need, we only pay for the electricity and stuff. So now mm. we're good and we're very close to the high school and to the elementary school and to the kids' houses. So they come um, walking. Oh no, it's on a walking distance mm. for the most of the kids where they live. So nice. uh, I think the, the, next, the next thing that we're going to do was we actually uh, presented a program to the government or a project to the government where we want to create a martial arts center. And mm. we want to create this martial arts center because there's nothing like it in the, in actually in Latin America or I don't think in the in the world there's something like what I'm look uh, I'm uh, where my vision is because the the thing is any other sport is cool is good is cool and and yeah we can create like a, a sports center which could have soccer football basketball whatever but be, being a martial artist I know that martial arts will really really help you throughout your life because. The discipline you learn and, and the, the respect you learn in, in these kind of sports, it's completely different than the other, than any other sport. So we presented a program to, sorry, a project to the government and they just pre-approved it. And it means we're looking to, to create this martial arts center, which is going to have like an arena. It's going to have like a, a huge gym for the, for the martial arts. Um, we're going to have like specific dojos say if if we have taekwondo karate and i don't know hapkido or whatever they'll have their own gift their own space then judo wrestling and jujitsu which is uh, which we all need the same a mat and and all these spe uh, specific things say a boxing boxing muay thai and, and whatever so 
what we want to do is we want to create like this different, uh, this is a huge place where we can have different dojos for different martial arts in the same pro program. We'll have uh, school, sorry, um, uh, classrooms where the kids could learn uh, languages. Uh, we, could, we, we could have a pool where they can become, uh, where, where they can train for, for the, whatever they, they're doing. We'll have uh, an arena which we're, we're going to rent so that way we can get some money for the foundation and to, to keep the, uh, the foundation running, which means mm -hmm. in, in, the Hako, in Hako, we don't have a place to, an arena or say a concert, you don't, there's no place right. to, to, to do a, a concert. But if we have a, a place like that, we can do competitions, martial art competitions, we can do concerts, we can do whatever we want. And um, yeah, that's our, our goal. It, it's gonna take a long time, but I'm so stubborn that probably eventually we will do it. <laughs> I feel it. That's beautiful. Yeah, I was going to say competitions so people could, you know, Costa Rica is such a beautiful country anyway, so to be able to come down there and compete, uh, I think that's a win-win for everyone, <laughs> for tourism yeah. and for the center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, beautiful. And um, in the present moment, um, how are you about taking – it, on the website, I didn't notice there's a donation button, but if someone wants to donate, can they email you and arrange that, or what's the best way to do that? Yeah, we haven't set up the PayPal uh, donation button. In, I'm going to be really, really honest because I've been having so much work, and uh, I can do so little so, or so much, you know. Uh, but yeah, they can email us. They can We, they, we can receive donations. We have a uh, uh, a Puravia Fighting for Kids uh, bank account, which is regulated mm. by the by the government, and it's, everything's legal and and under the 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 law, you know. So yeah. yeah, we can receive donations. We can get. I I think a good donation would be um, uniforms for the kids because each of those uh, jujitsu uniforms are like a hundred bucks for. Okay. So, yeah. so they're a little. We receive a lot of donations, but. They outgrow them, of course, because they're little kids. So we just, or they break, or they they break or they tear, you know. So we're just right. Like, uniforms are very, very important. And since judo is basically the same thing, the same uniform, we have the same uh, need. So yeah, I think uniforms are good. We receive a lot of donations. The problem is bringing them. So if anyone can can come all the way from the U.S. and bring the uniforms. It's a lot cheaper for us because if, if people send them, then we'll have to pay mm. the shipping all the way to Costa Rica and, uh, yeah, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you, a uniform fund and delivery. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll, I'll be the Sherpa. <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll yeah. bring some uniforms. That sounds fun. Um Beautiful. Okay, so we'll figure that out. I you just got creative ideas flowing, but it, all in all, for anyone that's listening, it's the email at info at Pura Vida for kids, like, right? No, it's, no, oh, it's no. Pura I'm Vida. sorry, I'm saying it wrong. Fightingforkids.com, uh -huh. um, and we'll put the link below. And you guys can make an arrangement if they want to make a 
a private direct donation to um, you guys. That's amazing. And yeah, we can, you can actually, um, you can, yeah, like people can actually donate directly to the to the bank account, like a wire, international wire transfer. Oh. We haven't we haven't set up any any PayPal because it's easier, of course, the PayPal. But we haven't done it. But you can, like for example, we had a friend who who was a a guy from from the United Kingdom, and he was training with us for like a, a week. And he wanted to donate, and he actually donated um, via wire transfer to the foundation's account, which it's actually uh, available. So that's a good thing too. Most of the times, I don't, we don't ask for ask for money because money is important, of course. But um, being here, being present with the kids, like come and become a a volunteer and teach here, and just bring like uniforms or or technological things like tablets for them for them and stuff like like school supplies like every every year we give them school supplies for all of them oh wow every year we yeah we give, we give them like uh we make them a christmas party so all of the kids could have a, a present um yeah we do a lot of stuff like food even food like we get donations of like cookies or or stuff like that so every night kids could, could get something, at least something in their bellies, which is important. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, what beautiful work you're doing. <laughs> so Thank amazing. You. And where where do you want to have this arena? Somewhere in Aco, we're just, we, yeah, we're looking for the, for the land. We're still looking for the land. It's going to take a long time because, of course, the bureaucracy and all that stuff. But I think eventually we'll be here in in Hako, in in somewhere around around the area where we train at. Perfect. Okay, that gives us a good mm-hmm. visual to know what's what's possible. <laughs> yeah. In the very near future. So good. And if you can, in kind of like closing, share with our listeners, uh, for you. Um, what what have you learned most about this experience about yourself in being there for the kids and then about what's possible um, when you show up, when you're disciplined? What, what, what arrived for you on this journey so far? What have I, I, I like, let me understand it better, the, the, the question. What, what have I learned? Yeah, yeah what, it, what, it, what gifts have been bestowed upon you? What have you received? Regalos, what gifts? Have you received I, for me for myself yep well I think the best gift uh, that I have received is a hug from a kid a happy kid a smile um, just understanding that we're doing something good for them and helping them and oh actually I think I forgot we we have a, a psychologist now in the program Helping, oh wow, like, that's great. Helping us, which is great. Yeah, it's been a lot of help for us <clears throat> because um, I think a lot of kids they just they just need this father figure or right. yeah something like that. And um, I think the best thing that I like like the best gift is knowing that I have hundreds of 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 sons and daughters, you know. Mm, yeah, 
Beautiful. Because, well, because I'm, I'm there, I have to, and, and, and a good thing, another good thing is that it pushes me to become a better person every day because I'm their um, example. So I want to be right. the best example for them always. So yeah, it's 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 something weird, but I'd like <laughs> it is what it is. Like I don't like for example, a thing that I it's on on myself. I've never tried a beer in my life. I know it sounds weird. It sounds like a mm. lie, especially if you see my face. I'm all I have tattoos in my arms, uh, crazy <laughs> hair. I'm a surfer boy, of course. You know. Yeah. But uh, I've never get in, got any drugs, uh, got into any alcohol, or I haven't, I got, as I said, I've never had a beer in my life, which is pretty weird. Like, you wow. don't see that everywhere. But, you know, I, I, just, I just never wanted to because growing up here, I've seen so many bad things happen with drugs and alcohol that I was always away and, and afraid of. So that's a good thing that, that I can at least push the kids to become some, a little bit mm. like, like, like me, you know? So, yeah, I think the, the best thing or the best, the best gift that I can get from them is they are actually teaching a lot of, a lot of things to me and they're actually pushing me to become a better person every day. And that's what I do yeah. every day, every night. Beautiful. And with, with you saying that, um, Share with the listeners about that, like, the, you know, it sounds like that was something on a deep soul level you knew that, you know, substances uh, weren't for you, alcohol and drugs. Um, but even teaching martial arts, like, you can't really come in there hungover or, you know, it's just like, if you can share a little bit about the integrity and how much more you have to give when you're, you're um, I don't know, clear is the word I would use. Well, well, I can't answer that because I've never been in the other, in the other <laughs> side. You know? Well, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we've had, we've had actually situations with some of the kids, like the, the teenagers, like that have had problems with drugs that they, like mostly kids that they just come for the first time when, when they're teenagers, not the, the kids that they're come, they come when they're little kids, they don't have that, that trouble because they know the way and they're always, they, they know how, how things work and how they want to be, be a little bit like me, say. Right. But we've had, we have, we've had situations where kids were using drugs and actually the martial arts and, and the program helped them to, to, to overcome that program, the, sorry, the problem and um, so, and I think a good thing is the the way you you are going to uh, develop in the martial arts um, practice. If you're not in your in your in all of your senses, you're not gonna deliver what what you're what you're uh -huh. supposed to. Yep. Uh -huh. So that, that that means they're gonna they're gonna get beat up. <laughs> And yeah, so eventually they see the the pro the problems kids have. They see the situations that go around and and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I think drugs and alcohol are are just like water and 
and oil in in yep. in that matter like they're they're not they're not you can't you can't deal with them together you can't it's just nothing like that right absolutely so um beautiful well i appreciate you sharing that um and creating a space where the 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 children and young adults can see the difference in contrast yeah so for sure um so leo i appreciate you being here i'm so excited that we've crossed paths (laughs) and (laughs) i'm excited to share your great work with um the listeners and we'll see about uh yeah just finding a way to get a stream of uh he's coming your way for the kids (laughs) i think that's great and and other things that you guys need um so if you can share with the listeners, I always like to have my guests say their website uh, and where they can find you on any other social media or so forth. Yeah, so it's uh, our website is um, Pura Vida, which is um, I, in, in English, it's P-U-R-A-V-I-D-A, which is Pura Vida. And then fightingforkids.com. That's our website. And uh, the same is in, in, in our Instagram, which is the, the, the one platform that we use the most. And it's Puro Vida Fighting for Kids. And um, uh, on Facebook, you can find us as the same, Puro Vida Fighting for Kids. Okay, perfect. We'll put all the links below, but it's always good to stay uh, stated there. So, well... Leo, I really appreciate you being here. I want you to have a beautiful rest of your day. And I thank you for all that you're doing for the the young generation there in Costa Rica. It's really profound and beautiful work. No, thank you for, for the time and for listening to all of our crazy stories. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank you all for listening in. Leo, thank you for being here. And for any of you that would like to support the great work, please check out the links below, the website, the email. You can help them get uniforms, take a trip to Costa Rica and deliver them by hand. And if you have any other suggestions, please send them their way. And we're going to exit out with Kadri Scott her new single shine she has another one coming out this friday please sit back and enjoy and until next time this is suzanne signing out with a full heart a soft gaze a gentle smile a deep bow and a namaste be simply
Do.